drawings, scripts, and cryptography. His library would make any expert swoon. He'd found and employed staff who, like him, appreciated a quiet, restful life, one undisturbed by unnecessary fuss. These elements, a large, old, but comfortable home, and the staff to go with it, money enough to do as he wished, an excellent library, and the few other material comforts he enjoyed, had been the stuff of his dreams through the years of his army service. As a second son, he'd done his duty, and as was his nature, had enjoyed the endeavour while it lasted, especially as his knack for ciphers had ensured he was in frequent demand for special assignments, in turn ensuring he'd never been bored. But the wars had been over for several years. On returning to England, he'd set about assembling his dreamed-of future life, and now it was his, his to wallow in and enjoy. Smiling again, he set down the tumbler, picked up his book, and focused on the page of Mesopotamian hieroglyphics he was slowly working his way through. He'd barely completed a line when someone started hammering on the front door, not just a knock, but a ceaseless battering. He frowned, listened to his butler's footsteps as Finley crossed the tiles of the hall to the massive oak front doors. Faint sounds of an arrival reached him. The library door muffled the voices, yet apparently Finlay had admitted whoever had sought aid. From the desperation of the hammering, aid had been the goal. Imagining an overturned carriage or some similar mishap, and having every confidence that Finlay would deal with the matter quietly and expeditiously, Sebastian refocused on his page. The library door flew open. He raised his head, but recognizing the intruder's bootsteps, didn't rise. His brother, Thomas, strode directly to the fireplace, bringing a lingering scent of ozone and rain. Without looking his way, Thomas bent and held his hands to the blaze. Sebastian glanced back to see Finley standing in the open doorway, a question on his face. "'Bring another glass,' Sebastian looked at Thomas, "'and prepare a room for his lordship.' Finley bowed and withdrew. Sebastian heard the door click shut. Before he could ask what had brought his brother out on such a night, Thomas whirled. Sebastian was shocked by the haggardness in his face. What is it? Thomas stared at him, after a moment opened his mouth, then glanced at the door. Wait, I don't want to be interrupted. Sebastian obligingly possessed his soul in patience, while Thomas fell to pacing agitatedly before the hearth. Eventually, Finlay returned, bearing a tray with another tumbler and the decanter of port Thomas favoured. Finlay set down the tray, then glanced at Thomas. At his curt nod, Finlay poured a generous dose of the port, restoppered the decanter, and handed the glass to Thomas. "'Thank you, Finlay,' Sebastian said. "'That will be all.' Finlay bowed and retreated. Thomas swigged a sizable gulp of the port." Inwardly wincing, he'd rarely seen his brother so distraught. Sebastian murmured, "'I'm surprised to see you. Isn't Estelle's time near?' His sister-in-law was expecting her fifth child, one everyone held high expectations would be Thomas's long-hoped-for heir. "'The time is nigh—well, now.' Thomas took another gulp, then lowered the glass. "'She's had the baby.' 
Thomas's grim tone declared the news wasn't good, but he then fell into a brown study, staring at the half-full glass in his hand. And? Sebastian prompted. It's another girl. Ah. Five girls. Five. Thomas raised his head, set his jaw. I've come to tell you, no more. Estelle says no more, and I agree with her. Aside from all else, having girl after girl does nothing to protect the estate. Quite the opposite. Do you have any idea of the costs involved in dowering, then puffing off five chits? Sebastian had no idea, and didn't want to know. Had lived in the fond hope that he would never have to know. Thomas drained his glass, set it on the mantelpiece, and fell to pacing again. Estelle and I— the whole purpose was to have an heir to whom the estate can safely be passed, but after five daughters it's clear she and I are not going to bring about that so desirable end.